This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to another Mythological Warrior episode. Every time I say that, I think that's a lot of words. Yes. <laughs> I am, however, Sensei Michelle. See how at least I remembered to say my name this time? Oh, we are so proud of you. Thank you. Well, I'm Sensei Jackie. I remembered to say my name. I'm Landon. <laughs> and I'm Ryan. In case you don't remember, Ryan got us hooked on mythological warriors, and we've really had a great time learning about them, so thanks for introducing them to us, Ryan. Oh, we, you're welcome, Landon. We really have had a good time. Uh, I've loved it. We're going to jump right in, aren't we? Us? Today, we're tackling Hercules. See, I did a little tackling thing there. Uh. It's not funny <laughs> at all. Okay, fine. I just want to say right this minute that we have one audience member. So if you hear her laugh at my jokes, applaud and <laughs> feel free to laugh. Oh, Sensei. Okay, Sensei Jackie, pick it up for me. Okay. Well, while we're laughing at Sensei, listen. <laughs> there is an app that's called Listenable. See, listening? We got it. Okay. I'll okay. laugh. <laughs> anyway. Sensei Michelle and I have a self-defense course on this site. So before we get back to mythology, let's take a second to say, check it out, guys. Thanks, Sensei Jackie. We had fun doing that course, and I'm pretty sure you can sign up for free on yes. Listenable for seven days. That way you can listen to our course. We still get credit, and you don't have to pay any money for the whole year. Although it, they have some interesting courses. I already mentioned the one that I listened to about Odysseus a.k.a. Ulysses. Us. It's a great, great course. I recommend that one, too. In fact, we're going to quote Professor Robert Garland, who uh, did that course on Listenable. And he says that the Greek and Roman gods did as much harm as they did good. And he added that they were often presented in human form. I think that's wild, that they were like, I don't even want to say mischievous. I kind of want to say manipulative. What do you think about that, Ryan? Us. They all had their own spheres and agendas and they had their own influences and um, certain cities would worship different gods. So they definitely were fairly independent in a sense. So the gods of that day had much more human characteristics than religions do today. Us. Right. And they were not really presented as a deity, but sort of as a, a play almost of, of humanity. or as a person who had more power than you, by golly, by gosh. <laughs> us. Okay, Landon, where are we headed? Oh, you're going to get us started for real. Thank you. <laughs> us, I'm going to start us off with history.com. Hercules was originally known as Heracles. He was the greatest of all the Greek heroes and became known as Hercules in Roman culture. He was born half god, half human. Interesting. I wonder if there's still uh, people like that today. <laughs> <laughs> they may not be what they think they are. I'm yeah. just joking. <laughs> In fiction, there is, though. Modern fiction still uses this. Us. But more importantly, he was really brave, really masculine, and a champion of order in Olympus, which he called home. That's a good beginning. Keep us going, Ryan. Sure, Sensei. He had 20 siblings, but a couple that everyone has heard of are Aphrodite, the goddess of beauty, Apollo, the god of the sun and disease, and Athena, the goddess of wisdom. Apollo was the goddess of the sun and disease? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Did you guys know that? No, I did not know that, but thank you. That, 
I don't know how those two fit together, but apparently the Greeks made it work. And out of 20, all of the ones that we wrote down on our script, I'll start with A, and there's no reason for that. Just came out that way. <laughs> okay. Do you think amongst the guards, there was jealousy between them about who was more popular, who was more famous? What do you think, Brian? Oh, so there's one story from the beginning of the Iliad where there's three goddesses in a beauty contest with um, the mortal, um, I believe his name is Paris, judging them. And it's Athena, uh, Hera, and Aphrodite, and they're all trying to be the most beautiful. And of course, the gods of beauty is going to beat the gods of uh, the hearth and gods of wisdom. So they all, the two of them get jealous, and they enact their little uh, snide revenge. On them. <laughs> <laughs> and Hera, turns out, is Hercules' stepmom. Us. And so there's a lot of play back and forth between them. It may or may not come up in the rest of this podcast. Us? Us. Us. Okay. Who were Hercules' parents, Ryan? Well, his parents were Zeus and Alcemone. Everyone knows who Zeus is. He's a god of Olympus, the father of the gods. Alcemone was a granddaughter of Perseus. Alcemone was not Zeus's wife. Hera was his wife. That's true. And I'm going to go right in with a creepy and sad piece of information. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on pins and needles. Like Landon mentioned, the Greek name is Heracles, and it means glory of Hera. But Hera hated Hercules and tried to kill him often. I just want to say that was a lot of H's. Hera hated Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a jump rope song. But I wondered when I read this if Alcemone named him that just to torture Hera. What do you mm. think? I would not be the least bit surprised. But we're back on that jealousy thing again. Yes, we are. Okay, Landon, can you get us back on track? Uh, sensei. I'll start us off with a random fun fact. The constellation Hercules is the fifth largest one in the sky. Now that is interesting to me, but I'm a big lover of astronomy, aren't you guys? Oh, Sensei. Such a big lover. Yeah. I just love looking up at the stars and thinking and realizing how small Earth is, let alone us. Us? Okay, what else, Landon? There's more. I figured. Remember in the episode on Thor when we said you don't read much about the childhood of these guys? Us, I do remember that. Well, here's something about Hercules. As a baby, Hera, the stepmom who hated him, sent two snakes to kill him in his crib. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that statement just stops you in your tracks, doesn't it? Hercules was ridiculously strong. Oh, here we go. And fearless, even then, and he strangled the snakes before they could even kill him. That wasn't the last time she tried to get him killed, but more on that later. Sounds like that baby boss movie where the baby's like, <laughs> where the baby's like telling everybody what to do. You know what? I did not see the baby boss movie, but it sounds fun. So Nor I'm have gonna... I. <laughs> so, I just heard about it. So I'm going to have to see if I can Actually, fit that into my movie. Actually, like, kind of like that. It's called Baby's Day Out. It was made in the 90s. Oh, and yeah. And it's about the baby who like beats up the robber, kind of like Home Alone. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> I remember that one. So I wrote here in the script, I cannot segue off that, but you guys pulled that off for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to make the sound. Phew. <laughs> okay, so back on track, Sensei Jackie. Oh, we're at a new site, aren't we? We are at a site called myth.com now. Oh, we are at a new site. Yeah. Okay, I have a few things to say. <laughs> we're glad. 
Hercules had a short temper and bad manners, both of which, surprise, got him into trouble. And both of which are pretty common. I was just going to (laughs) say, some things haven't changed. I think you have one too, Ryan. Us. He's a star of hundreds of myths in the exact order of what happened when it isn't clear, even to the experts. (laughs) So what you're saying is nobody really knows in what order each one of his myths went. No, I think the ancient Greeks, like when they thought of myth, they didn't really have like an order of events or say some things logically fall after another, but they kind of thought of it all as happening in some sort of like mythic past. Like, ah, they didn't, I don't think they quite conceived time as like we do, where it's like very measured and ordered. And you know what it reminds me of when I forget to date a note in my karate notebook? Mm. And I'm like, I wonder what year that was. <laughs> and then I look back at my handwriting and I'm like, oh, yes, that was, ah, <laughs> that was definitely a long time ago. <laughs> that one doesn't work for me. Okay, before we get into his adventures, let's mention this. He gained many of his skills because he had great teachers. He learned wrestling, archery, sword fighting, and boxing. And I think he also learned writing and music. And the sources, the reporters at the time, (laughs) say that he excelled in everything that he tried. We're a little jealous of that. Natural talent. But then again, he was half God. That's true. Stop making me jealous, Hercules. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to do this, but a big part of his adventures start with yet another creepy Hera story. Oh, gross, Sensei. Go for it, though. I really don't want to. You do it. All right. All right. Uh, Well, at one point, Hera cast a spell on Hercules, causing him to murder his first wife and kids. Heartbroken and feeling guilty, he went to Apollo, the god of truth and healing, and begged to be punished. Even though he knew Hercules was under a spell when he committed the murder, Apollo gave Hercules 12 tasks to atone for his terrible act. And... Sensei Jackie gave us the creepy story, so I have to give you the controversy. And we haven't had one in a long time. Which is, I just noticed that. So I'm going to add that other sources say it was someone else who gave him the tasks. But either way, tasks were given. We just don't know from who. Well, I did read that too, Landon, and you're right. Either way, the 12 tasks were given. The completion of the 12 tasks would absolve Hercules of his guilt, and he would achieve what he wanted, immortality. So some of the tasks are more famous than others, and being 12 of them, there's no way we're going to do them all in this one podcast. So we each picked a favorite to read. If you want to spend an afternoon, you can Google this subject, and they'll all come up for you in YouTube, in Google search, and you can spend a whole afternoon reading about all 12. I didn't hate that, reading about all 12. Well, they're interesting in their own sort of morbid way. Some, Yeah, some were <laughs> creepier than others. Some were funny. I know. <laughs> I got a funny one. Okay, you're up, Sensei Jackie. I'm picking the one where Hercules is sent by Eurytheus to catch a pet, a red deer with gold antlers and bronze hooves that belong to Diana. Was Diana the goddess of the hunt, Ryan? Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, they, they didn't call her... Um... Artemides in Greek. Artemis, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could we do her as a warrior since she was the goddess of the hunt? Yeah, you know, I was thinking like we have three males. So I think we need a female warrior at some point. Great minds think alike. Mulan. <laughs> so, okay, anyway, we're back on it here, Jackie. Okay, he's catching a deer, right? That deer belonged to Diana. Eurytheus did it to get Hercules killed. 
but the whole thing backfired and Diana forgave him and let him live. So a lot of these were given to him as sort of a double-edged sword. We're trying to humiliate you or get you in trouble. And mine is just like that. (laughs) Because he used his godly skills for mine, some people don't count it as one of his 12 feats, but here it is. And it is simultaneously gross and funny. In fact, it's poop humor. Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that is funnier than the story. (laughs) He was assigned to clean all the poop out of the stables that belonged to King Agius. And he had to do it all in only one day. He handled it by diverting two rivers to clean through those, can we call them barns, and get the job done. Us. Intelligent. Oh, I like that that one feat because it shows that you know, all these other ones using feats of strength, but he's using something clever to figure out how yeah. to get the job done. So it shows that he's more than just bronze. I agree. I liked that because it was clever. Us. And from clever to payback, which I guess <laughs> some could say is clever. I don't know. That means we're back to Hera, aren't we? We are. <laughs> He was assigned to steal Hera's wedding gift to Zeus, a set of golden apples. Hercules got Prometheus's help. Prometheus was immortal. This one is unique because he stole them and showed them to Apollo and returned them to the garden. That is a unique one. I am just fascinated that somebody gave golden apples as a wedding gift. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) All right, Ryan, take us home on these 12 tasks. All right. So on the final task or labor, he f- had to go to the underworld to kidnap Cerberus, the three-headed dog to guard the gate. Like the task before this one, he did succeed using strength and fighting skills, but the dog returned to its post. Ooh. I like that one because, um, you know, the Disney movie, it shows like the underworld, Hades as being like yeah. the villain, but this one, like he, it was, um, he kind of went down there and Hades was just okay of him taking his dog away. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I like that one because... It expanded the universe of the gods as we would be able to see it. Yeah. Instead of just Mount Olympus. Isn't there um, a three-headed dog in Harry Potter? Yes, there is. But I don't think that's his name. Oh, okay. All right. Are we all in agreement that Hercules' adventures make better stories than if we were experiencing them ourselves? (laughs) (laughs) Well, these myths that have been passed down to us are extremely brutal. Yes. And anything is better in a story. And anybody who's been through any kind of adventure knows this. Yes. Anything is better in story form post than it was when it was happening to you. Like sometimes I'll even say to someone with me, this is going to make a great story someday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would want a body of like a demigod before I go through any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely true. Do we have two more things about Hercules to go? I think we do. I think so. And first off, it's his death. I'll take this one, Sensei. Thanks. According to GreekMythology.com, Hercules was killed by love. One of Hercules' enemies gave his second wife, Deanera, a poisonous blood-soaked shirt and convinced her that it would keep Hercules faithful to her. Years passed before she felt her husband might be fine for someone else. But at that point, she gave him the shirt, and the minute he put it on, it started to kill him. Oh, I know. So many things about this are gross. Blech. True, but it gets even more weird. He realized he was dying, built his own funeral pyre, and got on it. No one would light the fire. Finally, his friend, Poeas, said that he'd do it, 
In return, Hercules gave him the bow and arrows. I say to that, yikes. 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 Takes a certain amount of will to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Way more than a certain amount of will, right? Yes. I have one more thing to say about his death. In a final bit of magic, after the pyre, he was taken to Mount Olympus and wedded to a woman named Hebe and turned into a deity. So there you go. Some final weirdness. We should end this part by saying, if you look this stuff up online, you get a lot of conflicting reports. So we can't change that. They were predicting modern life. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. For example, in Homer's Odyssey, um, Odysseus claims to have seen Hercules in Hades. Others say that could not possibly be true. It's weird that people want all of these facts to line up. I mean, this is mythology, right? (laughs) But even today, people can't get eyewitness accounts to be accurate 10 minutes after the event. We have in one of my classes, it's a, the class focuses around evaluating credibility. And one of the main things is ability to see. And that's the thing that we struggle with the most when mm-hmm. finding credibility. People can never confirm a story. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I want to add one thing is um, there's a little theory about why he's in heaven. And also why he's down in Hades It's like, I believe, I think that the, Ancient Greeks believed in like two parts of the soul. So it was one part of the soul that went to heaven and it was a part of the soul that went down to the underworld. Oh, that's very interesting. Very interesting. Oh, it's my favorite time. We're moving on to pop culture. Pop culture. Are you moving us on, Landon? Us, I'll pop right into pop culture. (laughs) We used a uh, website called ancientliterature.com. And there's a tragedy called The Madness of Hercules by Euripides. And it chronicles the part of his life when Hera made him crazy, which led him to kill his first wife and kids. So what you're saying is that was the first writing about the guy, but it's way before pop culture as we know it. Cool. That is really cool, isn't it? I think so. Oh, I wrote here. It's a trashy novel in the making. (laughs) You got that right. Okay, let's move on to more modern stuff, Sensei Jackie. Okay, Sensei, but let me start by saying that we got most of this from my favorite site name, henchmanforhire.com. That's so (laughs) fun. It sounds like it should be in a rock song, doesn't it? Maybe it is. Or a rock band name. I'm taking it. Okay, you are? I'm, I'm going to take it as my band name if I have a band. Henchman for Hire. Don't even think about it out there. Okay, since Jackie, you're picking it up in modern times. All right, I'm going to start with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He played Hercules in a 1969 movie called Hercules in New York. I have no memory of that movie, but I did search it on YouTube. Did any of you guys? I believe a long time ago, there's a show it's called Mystery Science Theater. And it's a show about like a guy and two robots like they spoof on movies. I believe they did Hercules in New York. So I'll have to go oh, watch the episode. Again. That would be perfect. <laughs> I yeah. watch Mystery Science Theater even to this day sometimes. Yeah, it's one of my favorite shows. Hilarious. <laughs> They're great. I yes. I didn't look it up, but knowing what Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, I can only imagine. <laughs> First off, he was wearing short, short gym shorts. All right, we can stop there. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I'm going to the Disney version, much better. That was made in 1997. It was mythologically inaccurate. But the big highlight was a pretty famous actor named James Wood as Hades, the devil himself. 
Okay, that is hilarious. And I did have to see that one with my own eyes. And it was a super easy Google search. And James Woods as Hades is just perfect typecasting. And his sidekicks were called Pain and Panic. (laughs) (laughs) There's another band name. Oh, it is another <laughs> band name. I, I, I quote like the um, the Hades character this day. Like me and my sister love just that character in general. Oh, that's so <laughs> cool. And when I watched the little clips of that movie, I thought to myself, there was just so much weirdness about this movie. <laughs> Were these people like drinking when they wrote it? <laughs> it's like they brought it, like the main music of the movie was like uh, like gospel music mm-hmm. from, the, like, from the South. It was like kind of a weird choice for a movie exactly. about ancient Greek stuff. So. You're going to have to move us on out of this one, Ryan. Where are we going? Oh, Sensei, I have some references to of Hercules in comic books. Ooh, great. I'll start with the DC Comics. There he played a villain. He was an enemy of Wonder Woman and was generally not a PG-rated bad guy. He spent a lot of time pillaging and plundering. Mm. I didn't read that series, but according to the website, Wonder Woman kicked his butt. You go, girl. I wonder if we could do Wonder Woman as a superhero, like separate, even though she's not mythological. Oh, her backstory is based in Greek mythology, so Hmm. she's probably the most mythologically based superhero. I'm already excited. I've got the costume. All right. (laughs) You have one more comic for me. All right. Then, when he was a character in Marvel, they made him one of the Avengers. He was drawn big, hairy-chested, and strong. But he never got a starting role. He always took a backseat to Thor. I must say that as a character, he's probably the funniest in Marvel. <laughs> There's a lot of silly Hercules stories that you don't take him seriously at all. So he was kind of like a sidekick. Us. Yeah. I bet he didn't like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we are running out of time. And we have two more Hercules sightings in pop culture. There was Kevin Sorbo in Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. Admittedly, the show was cheesy. But it was super popular and super fun. I actually like that one. And it was made the same decade as my other favorite, Sheena, Princess Warrior. Yeah, I like that. I like that time period, the 80s. Yeah. Us. Us. And then the most recent one was Dwayne Johnson in 2014 <laughs> in a movie called Hercules. Did anybody see that one? No, I've never heard I of it. I have even heard of it. I, want, I, I know it's out there because I Googled it after I did this little piece of research, but I don't know anything about it. It wasn't panned on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't remember how many it got, but it, it wasn't given a really bad review. Plus, with Dwayne Johnson, can you go wrong? No, <laughs> no, not at all. You know what that means? What does that mean, Sensei? Dwayne Johnson took us to the end of the episode. And As should be. <laughs> you can't buy mythology. Because that's just unmythological. <laughs> but you can buy karate equipment at Honor Athletics, of course. Scroll down and click her link to get in touch with Cynthia or look her up at honor athletics.com. You can give her a call at 770-945-5150. And don't forget, mention us, Wildcat Dojo, for your 10% discount. We certainly appreciate your calling or going to her website. And speaking of Wildcat Dojo, that is us all over the web. So please get in touch. Tell us what you think about these mythology episodes. We love them. We're having such a riot doing it. And you know what? I am learning more from this than I did in world literature. (laughs) It's so much more fun to learn this way. It is fun, and I I really remember a lot when we go over these things. I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. 
But if you don't want to just type in Wildcat Dojo, you can send us an email at dojoconversations at AOL.com. Or you can uh, see us on Instagram at Wildcat Dojo Conversations. And that's about it, right? Sensei. So it's time for us to thank you for being here, but you're a regular. So start our goodbyes, Ryan. All right. Sign off. Sayonara. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> a great episode with great people. See you next week. Had so much fun. See you soon. And on that note, I'm signing us off. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.